And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast, the only podcast dedicated to the table toppers of National League South, Yeovil Town Football Club. Still top, still clear, and here to talk about the week that was. Where are we going first? Let's go to the Traveller, David Coates. The Traveller? I know I need a bit of a haircut, but I don't think it's got quite that bad, has it? But um, no, I have got my tent. Nobody who's listening to this knows that I've got something that looks like a tent behind me. But um, I'm but you, you more referring to the fact that you you travel to lots of places, Dave, and go and watch over over long distances. Well, yeah, and uh, go on, <laughs> go on. Let's get let's get one in early. Go on. What happens when I travel to games? Go on. Oh, we lose. Okay, right there you go. Got it out of the way early. Move on to the other one. Yeah, and the, and the man you can hear chortling in the background <laughs> is Mr. Bember. Hi. All right. I think so. Until someone tells me early, otherwise. Good to get an early laugh in. Uh, always, uh, always, Dave's always expense. <laughs> I, I just love the fact that Dave immediately went to the thing behind me looks vaguely like a tent. <laughs> looks very much like a tent, I'd say. But uh... it's, a, it's a small tent, mate. Doesn't well, look like right. my tent, you... Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But your tent looks like a small house, so don't worry about that. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, get, given the look of the weather forecast, I wouldn't uh, be getting anywhere near your tent at the moment, Ian. Neither <laughs> would I. No. Leave it where it is. <clears throat> Ian's Ian's tent so big that other people have headlined it. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Oh, who would be a good headliner in my tent? Hey, I tell you what, lads, I tell you what, this is absolute peak. Holy crap, we've got nothing to talk about from midweek early <laughs> po- early podcast chatter, isn't it? Nothing's happened. It Let's is. stall for five minutes and, uh, and see. Quiet. Yeah, and see how we go. Um, we didn't play midweek. Everyone else no. did. Everyone else had a game. Not quite yeah. everybody, but a lot uh, of them did. A lot of them did. Obviously, obviously. Taunton, um, Taunton, Taunton didn't. didn't. No, 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 there was no game at having on Waterlogdville. <laughs> no. Oh dear. Yeah. Well, yeah. Dave, what, Dave, what are you reading? Uh, the Holy Bible. Uh, no, this is my this is my pad that I write down um, uh, uh, titles on. So um, you write your titles down on a Holy Bible. Who's Conurbation? Um, have you got a CBB presenter on it? Okay. Yeah. Ref's got an allotment in his head. That's where we went with that time, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, no. What's an angry looking oh. fish? What is an angry-looking fish? You don't want to go near it, whatever it is, I think. But I'll just write down Ian's tent so big, people headline it. Yeah. Carry on. Wrong start. No, what was I saying? Uh, we were talk- You made a joke about Haventon water- Waterlogdville. I did, um, yes. While Dave was reading the Bible. And <laughs> then I was going to say, yes, other teams did play. They did. Bath lost at Braintree, or lost to Braintree. Can we have a full classified football results with Ian Perkins, please? Yes, of course. Tuesday, the 27th of February. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Bath 1, Braintree 2. Dartford 1, Averley 2. Farnborough 1, Chelmsford 1. Hey! Hampton and Richmond 2, Haven't Waterlooville 0. Welling three, Truro two, Weymouth three, St Albans three. And very cool. Thank Tom you very much. Down Western Supermare much postponed. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you don't even have to say it, do you? On the classified football results, I wouldn't have thought. Incredible. I love. I love how the day before there is, uh, 
a pitch inspection planned for tomorrow at three o'clock. It's like, let's do it now. Like, <laughs> let's just get it over with. Get it over with. And then everyone's just replying saying, say the line, do the line, do it. Yes. I suppose those, those, are, those are a couple of things we can talk about the farce that's going on with Truro now playing in Gloucester. Unbelievable. 195 miles away from Truro, is it? Is that right? Ugh, it's horrific is what it is. Gloucester on a on a 4G, on a fake pitch for one game only, it seems. I just, it's absolutely balmy. It's, it's good that, the, that, that clearly someone somewhere is having some discussions behind the scenes to try and ensure a bit of integrity to this season, but it is hanging on by a dear thread. For those two teams, unfortunately, there's a million and one things that you cannot account for, and a horrendous weather is one of them. And no doubt, um, volunteer or li- lowly paid ground staff working their absolute nards off. But uh, it's it's just a shambles from start to finish. It should never have been allowed to happen. Truro might. I'm trying to figure out a couple of things, whether or not it's perfectly feasible. Truro could go their entire season or the remainder of the season ground sharing with Taunton, but not playing a single home game at Taunton. And whether or not Truro versus Taunton might be the first National League South game to ever be played in the National League North. <laughs> it is in the National League North. That's a very good point, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Christ alive. Hey, hey, hey. Are they the furthest team south, Truro? I think is Dover yeah. further south mm, than Truro. I mean, I know they don't they were playing at Plymouth anyway, but the fact that they are now playing at a club that plays their games in the National League North. Yeah. I mean that that if anything, that just goes to show how South Southerly the mm. <laughs> National League South is this season. Yeah. But yeah. I mean Mark Cooper called it today, didn't he? <laughs> he he uh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Truro is quite a way south of uh, of Dover, definitely. Yeah, mm, yeah. Because of the way the country seems to tilt a bit, doesn't it? I don't know if that's always been the case, but um, yeah, it does seem to tilt tilt a bit to the left. But there we go. Is that something to do with gravity, it, probably. It, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> according to the BBC, it's a um a seven forty five kickoff. That's not right, is it? Takes long to get there. Yeah, probably does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Unless, yeah. unless, and here's something you you don't, I mean, I don't know. Unless Gloucester... A player. Well, no, they're away at Alfreton. Right. But unless they hire the pitch out and some under-12s kids have got like got it booked at three and they go, no, you can't have it. Yeah. You can have it after us. According to the BBC, it's 7.45, but according to Truro's website, it's three o'clock. So well, we'll, we'll, we'll trust, I said we'll trust Truro, you know. Uh, I'm, we'll... I'm, I'm sure both people who make the effort to turn up will be uh, fuming if they find out it's at the wrong time. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Well, they get to spend a bit of time in Gloucester. I'm sure that's lovely. They can... Um... And some services. Mm. Yeah, what is there in Gloucester? Cheese. Services. Cromwell Street. Um, docks, maybe. Yeah. Don't know. Maybe, oh, J- maybe Jamie Record. Yeah, he's Jamie injured again. Yeah, yeah. If he's there. They have docks in Gloucester. I thought they had docks in Gloucester. Dogs. I thought they had docks, yeah. Oh, docks. Mm. I thought you said dogs. Well, they might have dogs as well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe not. Maybe not. It seems to be a long way from the any kind of water course, which is important, I would imagine, for a dock. But... Um, the other thing that's happened this week <laughs> is um, the Worthing manager and staff have gone to York City after they parted company with... Neil Erdley, Ardley. Um, yeah, so that's probably, well, that feels like a uh, a good thing for us. But I think the team now that's sort of in the ascendancy behind us is Chelmsford, um, who I think they've gone up to second place now, haven't they? Um, second place after Saturday, weren't they? they just yeah, so I think... Just uh, an interesting turn of events at a team that had quite a lot of momentum and was certainly, you know, looked on course to be one of the strong teams in the playoffs. And yeah, a bit of a the rug pulled out from underneath to go to a 
our friends up the road, no less. I think it's I think it's a um, a decision that has opened up the playoff situation because going back to Tuesday, Farnborough and Chelmsford drew one all, so Chelmsford dropped a couple of points. They could have closed the gap even further. Worthing um, have lost now two in a row um, after slipping up at Braintree. Braintree are flying. And so you've got 64, 62, 59, 57, 57, 57, 56, 54, 53. Slough Town in 10th, who were on a brilliant little vein of form. I thought we were going to start to see the, the top four or five sort of break away and there be a fight for fifth and sixth and seventh. But it looks like genuinely Slough Town would be thinking there's no reason why they can't push fourth. I wonder if the top three are probably set in some way, shape or form. But Braintree will try and flip that around. They've got a game in hand to go level with Worthing on point. So, I mean, I think the promotion race is, is wide open and, and it's it's a 10-team race Nineteen race to get everything other than the winning position, probably. Um, but that's just—it's just, it's just a, a very exciting playoff race. Every match matters, and I think that probably stands us in good stead. When you look at Chelmsford slipping up on Tuesday night, Bath lost against Braintree on on Tuesday as well. St Albans couldn't get past Weymouth. You just think that if all those teams are going to be taking games off each other. And Chelmsford play Avely, which is a top 10 clash um, at the weekend. And Bath play Slough, which I think is a top 10 clash. And St Albans play Hampton. Not everybody... And Monday night, Chelmsford against um, Worthing, isn't it? Worthing, yeah. yeah. It really is. I mean, there, there will be Yeovil fans because Yeovil fans have got PTSD about this stuff who are worried. And one of the things that... Hi, Dave. Um one of the things that I keep reminding myself in is you can look at maximum point totals and know that none of the other teams are going to get them. So I think Chelmsford can get a maximum of 95. I think Worthing can get a maximum of 95, 94. There's just no way they can get them because they're playing each other. You know what I mean? And so actually our target whilst has got a tiny bit, whilst our gap has got a tiny bit smaller this week on and at the weekend, no panic, definitely no panic. Can I just say, have you ever looked at Braintree Town's website? It is it, it genuinely offends my eyes. Not even because of the just the sheer amount of orange on it, but it kind of looks like you remember Ciderspace about twenty five years ago? It looks like that. That's what it looks like now. But it is, yeah, it is. Holy shit. It is exactly it is a design nightmare. <laughs> I mean, I am no graphic designer, but if, if, if it looks like something I would put together, let's put it that way. It is horrific. But um yeah, I can't look at it for too long. It hurts my eyes, but there we go. Oh, why would you do that? The why Rare that? Breed Meat Co Stadium. <laughs> what a choice of name. There you go. Well, gotta take your money where you can get it. From Goodness the Rare Breed me. Meat Co. This does not look mobile friendly at all. No. It is like it is like original yeah. internet website, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, 25 years ago, this would be cutting edge, I think. But <laughs> yeah. But yes, wow. but they are in they are in decent nick, haven't they? And I noticed a um we'll, we'll come on to it in a minute, but I've uh, spoken this evening with a uh, with a oh. Farnborough fan. So great. Um, yeah, almost, almost. And uh, he was saying Alfie Pavey, who I think might still be their top scorer, he's certainly up there anyway, uh, went to Woking, didn't do anything. And he's now on loan at Braintree. Um, and I think he, he might have uh, popped a couple in. So, um, yeah, they, they do seem to be in putting them together. And they've obviously got Charlie Wakefield there as well. I'm not sure if he's playing much, but, um, yeah. Yeah, they seem there's, – there's a couple. So, that that's good when these – like you say, when these teams um, come out of nowhere because even – um, well, so shall we just cut to it? Shall we talk? Okay, okay. So this is Rob, a co-host of the Borough Walk podcast. Yeovil Town will be making the journey up the A303, up the M3, all the way to Farnborough, which is. Uh, 
probably not that far as far as uh, National League South journeys go. But um, we're very pleased to be uh, joined by Rob, who is one of the hosts of the Borough Walk podcast. So, Rob, firstly, welcome to the Glovers cast. All right, Dave. Yeah. Cheers for having me on. No problem at all. No problem at all. So it doesn't seem that long ago since uh, Yeovil Town and Farnborough were, um, were were facing each other at uh, at Hughes Park, and I was just uh, having a listen before we were chatting to um, to the Yeovil manager Mark Cooper, who was uh, very complimentary about the the way Farnborough had, had played in that game. Obviously, it ended four to to Yeovil that night, but uh, I do remember Farnborough impressing in the way that they um, way that they played. What uh, how has your your fortunes been since? that night um well the season's been very much a case of uh, stop start hit and miss throw all the cliches you want at it um you're right we, we did we did play pretty well um up, up at Yeovil, um as i remember albeit the old grey matters starting to fade a bit in my old age um but yeah we we have equipped ourselves reasonably well um certainly there's only been a few times this season where we've um kind of done ourselves a disservice and been played off the park but um, yeah, I did. I did see um, your boss's uh, interview earlier, slightly earlier, um, and he was quite complimentary. I gather he was here for. Did you say he was here for the Chelmsford game in the he week? He was. Yeah, he was in the uh, at the Chelmsford game. I was going to ask you about that actually because we obviously lost to Chelmsford uh, last uh, last weekend. Uh, how how did that one play? Because you went ahead in that game. I think I'm right, Sam. We did. Yeah, um, we. I, we we were talking. I was talking about this with the others um, after the game. It's one of those ones whereby, uh, because we went ahead, um, which was you know probably the best move of the game. Um, the goal we conceded was a free header from a corner from a tiny lad. Um, one of those ones that's a bit of a sickness. So we defended really well um, for for the main part. They fluffed a few, um, and as as um, Mark Cooper said, we could easily have won it. They could easily have won it as well. It was one of those yeah. ones that was just uh, just a toss of a coin, really. You could tell they were a slightly better side, but um, we defended really well. Um, we worked hard, so as a result, we perhaps weren't as uh, offensive as we have been in other games. But, um, yeah, we, we equipped ourselves really well, I thought. And Chelmsford, they certainly didn't stand out, um, perhaps as some other visitors have, but maybe that was due to their um, overexertions against you guys at the weekend. <laughs> who's, yeah. who's to say? Well, you can you can thank us on Saturday by giving us the three points there, if you like. But um, but yeah, I, and I mean, when you look at um uh, your, your recent results, obviously, say a draw a draw with Chelmsford, a draw with Hampton at Hampton, who are who are no mugs, and um, I know uh, Torquay uh, are obviously a different kettle of fish, um, or certainly were when you played them. Um, what would that have been like about a, a week and a half ago? Um, yeah, so. The talky one was literally the was it the day before everything kicked off there? Did it right, okay, yeah. right. So yeah, there was a bit like a bit like that. So I mean, three draws against three of the say Torquay might be the exception, but obviously still a you know a big club, big uh, and good good players. Uh, that's that's pretty decent form, isn't it? Yep, we are. We I mean, just a fuel from what I said earlier. Uh, January, I think we lost all of our games. Um, and then February we haven't we we haven't beaten in five so okay yeah it's a it's a positive we've been quite chop and change this season so getting a settled side has been been a bit of a struggle um, and I know that um, your boss did allude to the fact we've had quite a few injuries um, yeah. our but we had a few walking wounded at the end of the game and we lost our one of our strikers at half time yeah it's it's one of those things the pitch is quite heavy uh, as well so. I don't think that'll be in our favour, but, you know, the excitement of playing Big Yeovil, oh, it'll well. get all our, players, uh, all our players going, I'm sure. Well, absolutely, yeah. Now, we've discovered this season that, um, yeah, you definitely uh, definitely see teams playing. Um, a lot of a lot of teams tell us that that was their best performance of the season when they play us, so there's probably a backhanded compliment in there. But uh, I wanted to ask you about um, a couple of players, because um, maybe the player that you're talking about there and Correct me if I get this wrong. Is it Hadi Gandor? Something Hadi, like that. Yeah. Hadi, Hadi Gandor, and he's on loan. He is on loan, and he scored. He was he scored the goal, didn't he? But then he he came off at half time. He's on loan from Aldershot, I think. 
It is online from Aldershot, yeah. Right, okay. Now you sound disappointed by that. Is that is that local rivalry yeah, for it's, you? It's, just, it's, some, it's one of those things most most Farmer fans don't want to particularly be enamoured to an Aldershot player, but just the way things are and obviously the geographical yeah. um you don't have to move out, do you? We often do end up with um, some of their players that they're looking to get to get minutes. It's just just the way it's been. Yeah, but he seems um, to have been quite prolific since he's been yeah, with you. Oh yeah, he's a man. He's a man on fire. He's um he's he's really really competent. I think he's had, he had a few injuries before he came, right. um, but he's settled in. He's he just seems to have everything in his game. So all the talk of hoping we can um, time down for next season. Um, if he keeps on scoring like this, I think there'll be quite a few clubs coming in for him. So, right, taking a look. We'll at him. See. But yeah, he's the one to watch out for. Right, and, and is 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 his injury likely to hamper him for Saturday? I'm I'm sounding hopeful now, aren't I? Um, not sure to be honest. Right. Uh, I haven't heard. I think it was something to do with his. I don't actually know what he went off with. Um, right. something to do with his face or something. I don't know. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. But that's, they're usually fairly, uh, fairly serious ones, aren't they? But um, yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, who are uh, some of the other players that um, would be worth uh, keeping an eye on this weekend for Farnborough? Um, well, injuries dependent. Um, we've got, I'd say, our standout players. You've got Jordan Norville Williams, who is a left wing back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the highest level he's played at with us. I think I'm right in saying. Um, he's got a bit of a backstory with us because when we last got promoted in 2022, he was on the opposite team right? Um, and he slipped uh, and let our winger in to, to score an equaliser. Right. Um, Who was he playing for there? Who was he playing uh, for that was, a, that was a Hayes and Yedding. Ah, okay. Right, right. Um, so then we went up, they didn't, uh, and he ended up coming to us. But he's been a tour de force uh, this right. season. Um just really, really consistent, uh, as good at the back as he is going forward. There's been a we have a, we've had a problem trying to source uh, right back slash right wing back, and uh, right. the thing is, it's the, the common phrase around the ground is trying to find a, a Jordan who's right footed. So we're right. trying to find one for the other side, but we haven't been able to find one yet. Um, so he's one to watch for. Um, Aaron Cool, uh, centre midfielder. He's a he's on loan from Dorking Wanderers. Yeah, I remember um, him from the first game. He's the one with the with the curly hair, isn't he? The slideshow Bob looking like, yeah, that's so, the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember he was um. Well, how do I put this politely? A bit feisty, was he? He likes to tackle. He likes to tackle, yeah. yeah he likes yeah. to tackle. Um, yeah, he's he's just when he's when he's on it, um, you can tell he's a he's a level above. Right. Um, and he's our penalty taker as well. Is he right? Okay, all right. A couple to uh, a couple to keep our eyes on there. So, I mean, what is the uh, what what does the rest of the season look like for Farnborough? I mean, it it seems sort of comfortable mid table. Not no chance of going down. No chance of going up. Is that is that a fair assessment? Um, so I don't want to use the term mid table obscurity. It does feel a bit like that, but like like you alluded to earlier, the form has been okay this month. So if yeah. we can kick on. Who, who knows? If you can string together three or four wins in a row, um, you, you can kind of push into the direction of the playoffs. But after the, uh, we did that last season. We had a last season, the first season back at this level, and we started poorly and then went on a like a, a really long unbeaten run. And we ghosted into the playoffs. I think it was right at the end of March. Right. We kind of built slowly all the way there, um, and then the wheels came off after that. I think we lost about the next four or five games or something, and the season just tailed off. Um, so hopefully this season we can just time that run slightly better. Um, if the squad settles, injuries clear up, and we stop losing games to the weather. Not, yeah. not We're no Taunton or Truro, don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, if the rain could bog off, it would be nice. Yeah, that was well. That was going to be my next question because um, that, yeah. it's been a it's been a while since the Oval fans have uh, have been there. Although I do remember going in a in, in a um, back when we used to play, which probably shows my age horribly. Um, in in the same uh, same division in the uh, conference as it would have been then, I suppose. Uh, I mean, yeah. what is the what is the pitch like? Because obviously it is a bit damp um, these days. Yeah, so it's. It, it was quite heavy um, the other night and it has been absolutely teaming it down today. And I believe it's supposed to rain tomorrow and Saturday morning as well. So right. I'm not going to be that guy, but there has been a lot of rain and the pitch was slightly heavy. Right. Um, it's not the it's not the greatest pitch in the world, um, but it's certainly not the worst in this division by a long shot. 
Um, we tend to have it. You've probably seen the big stand we have behind the goal. Um, the tends to block out the sun um, as well, so drying the pitch out or thawing the pitch out if you're if you're in prime winter is a bit of a problem um, in that goal mouth. So uh, yeah, I'd get everything crossed if I were you. Yeah, okay, we'll just do a sun dance or something like that. Or, or it sounds like that's going to be after a really intense sun to be able to get past that stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might need um, you might need more than the sun. Yeah, we need to get a few. Oh, if you're getting numbers down, we can just get you all in front of the stand and tip it backwards. Yeah, okay. Yeah, to get on the air. That's that's probably the way we need to go. We'll see what there is. Well, I know there's quite a number of uh, supporters who uh, have, have have got it in mind. So hopefully the uh, the weather d- uh, is kinder to us than that. I mean, uh, let let's say assuming we do get there, what would be your uh, your your recommendations for where where people should go? What we should expect from the from the ground? Um, so the ground itself, I'm, I'm, I guess there's probably a, a fair few of your fans that have been to our, our ground before, albeit it would have been, God, how far back are we going? Uh, You're talking 20 years plus. 20 years, that, yeah, 22 yeah. years, something like that. Um, the ground will look markedly different to when you guys were last here. Um, it's, it's one of the better in the league now um, for this level. Um, it's, it's more than capable of um, taking the, the next step up to the National League and Probably the football league as well. It's probably about ready, albeit a bit more for um, segregation and whatnot, which we haven't got in yet. Um, but yeah, the ground itself is, is lovely to watch football in. Um, they've done a lot of work behind the scenes over the last year. We've got an outdoor bar down in the corner next to the big stand as well, the, which is the fan zone. Right. Um, might be a bit small for your lot, but it does a job. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've got a, a decent decent clubhouse, um, reasonable selection of beers. Can't fault that. I, I know that I, I read your your um, little analysis of Farm Brelia that you posted, which we, we all enjoyed. It was very good. Um, yeah, there is... you particularly enjoyed the bit that the, one of the good things about Farm Brelia is not oldest shot. Is that right? Oh, that was it. <laughs> that was a beautiful ending. A beautiful yeah. Um, yeah, um, Farm Brelia is pretty, pretty, pretty quiet. There's not a lot going on. Um, there is a there is a spoons near the. Uh, were you guys coming at Farnborough Main? Is that the one most of you? Yeah, were yeah, yeah. Would have come. Would, would come in there on the the, the Woking line there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think most of the fans that hit the pubs will come off that, uh, go down to the spoons in town, um, and then from there, if you head towards the ground, you come by the thatched cottage, past the railway bridge. Uh, that's just been done up recently, um, so that's pretty nice in there as well. And then yeah, you can head on out to the ground. I did see something earlier that. Farmer posted that there was a family fun day or something, and you could get, I don't know, face painting and crepes or something. I don't know. There you go. So, weather spoons, face painting, crepes, match. That sounds like a good Saturday afternoon, doesn't it? You know, if you're going to go, if you're going to go National South, you want to get the full Tim Pot experience, don't you? So, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're well we used to people calling us Tim Pot. So, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Well, Rob, uh, thank you very much for joining us. And obviously, I can't wish you the best of luck for Saturday. But um, after that, yeah, best of luck with the rest of the season. See where it gets you. You might want to wish our ground staff the best of luck. It's probably more apt. Absolutely. Well, we'll we'll keep our fingers, toes, and uh, and uh, the, uh, keep an eye on the weather forecast and see see how we get on. But yeah, if you can just stand over it with an umbrella or a very big umbrella, that would be great. Yeah, I will. Um, I'll get a, a, a massive Steve Evans-sized diaper and take it down <laughs> to the ground. That will soon sort it out. Blimey! If there's a diaper that big, that would be quite impressive. Well, the thing is, if we lose you on a Saturday, I'm guessing the amount of people that travel is going to probably half for a weeknight, isn't it? At least. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a difficult one to say because, like you say, it is a relatively say simple simple journey up the a303 and then you're on the m3 aren't you so it's it's fairly simple and we do have a good contingent of fans who live in the london area in the southeast so uh get a decent following from there so so perhaps but um yeah let's not let's not think about it yet and uh and and hope that the uh the weather is kind to us well if you saw what was it 1800 you've sold for um is it uh, weymouth weymouth yeah now that is uh, their local derby so um yeah i don't think we can expect to be uh, traveling in those kind of numbers but I, I i would hope that you'd be over 500 on on saturday if it is indeed saturday so well worst case scenario the ground the, the ground will be like a beach anyway so you can 
you can pretend it's like being at Weymouth. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, no, no. There's a uh, yeah. There's a, there's a lot more to Weymouth than the than the beach. I'm sure not a pleasant place, but there we go. Anyway, it's right lovely. before you before you get me onto that uh, that that sandbox soapbox whatever it is, then we'll bid you adieu. So thank you to Rob for that little chat. And I think it's probably fair to say check before you travel because um, he didn't sound overly confident about that game being on. But um, yeah, what's the, what's the weather been like in the uh, the hallowed vale, Ian? That is Somerset, by the way. It's been very rainy this week and probably the week before that and yeah. maybe even the week before that. <laughs> yeah, well... With what Rob was saying about the struggle to get sun on it as well, um, and um, what might be required, I think, uh, yeah, might be might be one to keep our eye on. And we were saying Mark Cooper had uh, mentioned weather permitting in a number <laughs> of his answers in his Thursday uh, press conference, didn't he? But um, didn't say an awful. I suppose it's not an awful lot else he can say really, other than teams go through ups and downs. We're not we're not thinking anything about what happened last Saturday. It's all about um, uh, this Saturday, as you would expect him and any football manager to say, I suppose. But what he did uh, what... say what 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 he said that I liked was that he sort of um, not so much managed expectations, but said it takes a hell of a lot to win a league. To become a champion, it takes a lot. And to do that, you have to have ups and downs along the way. And we're in good shape. Um, yeah, he's talking about champion. I think that's probably the first time <laughs> he's sort of... Yeah. Emphasis alluded to, to be it. champions. Yeah, have to go yeah. through an awful like Not saying yeah. we are, <laughs> is he? Like no, Joe but he's saying... we Saturday? Nothing's over yet. No, but he's, he's, you know, we're going on that. We're on that journey. Well, of course you can see us journey. becoming champions through this. Yeah, well, I can these, see it these ups and downs. That doesn't mean I think we are, but we could. Uh, I, I, I can see it happening. The fat lady hasn't sung yet, but she's warming the vocal cords. She's she's arrived at the venue at the very least. She's not ready to go on stage and sing yet, but. Her adoring crowder waiting for her song. Yeah. Um, if and we're playing we're playing a lot of ifs here, if the game shouldn't go ahead, devil's advocate, considering we we're meant to play Avely forty eight hours later, is it a terrible thing if Farnborough should drop? There's no chance of Avely dropping, is it? Because it's a plastic pitch. But um, mm. uh, I guess the downside would be no Jordan Young for Avely. Yes, that back... for Welling. Welling, is it Welling on Saturday, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But if you haven't had 90 minutes into the rest of them, does it matter if Jordan Young's not mm -hmm. available? You've got a few more days to get people that are injured back. You, you're probably going to have an extra day of having an Ollie Thomas, um, an extra game when Farmer gets rearranged, Ollie Thomas, and who knows, maybe one of Murphy or Hyde sneak their way back into contention. I'm not going to be overly worried if it drops. I mean, if we play it, great. I think they're there for the taking. They've got a good home record, but I think we can go there and win and we should not fear it. And we'll be backed by as many fans as, as they have. Their last couple of home attendances have been six and 700. Sounds like we're going to be verging on that for going to Farnborough anyway. So it'll feel like a home game, possibly. Um, and it'd be nice to bounce back. But I just, I just wonder if... If it does go, and they're not too far up the motorway, whether Mark Cooper turns the coach around and thinks this might not be the worst thing in the world, given the the forty eight hour turnaround, could be. I mean, oh. he was talking about three number nines out, wasn't he? Which mm. I assume, yeah, that means that Thomas isn't uh, any chance for this weekend. But like you say, forty eight hours added onto that, and then he said days after that. He said 10 days, and that took it to Avely. Right. Took it to that midweek. So if he was 10 days away, let's say that Avely gets missed and he's back in training for the Tuesday, Wednesday, aiming for the Welling home game. Maybe. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, if Farnborough were to go, 
the the only downside is is it does put in another date at an already busy schedule at the back end of this season. Um, there aren't many Tuesdays left for anybody. We've already got one Thursday, and who knows where that match is going to take place? Probably Carlisle, <laughs> the way that uh, Truro are going north by the uh, by the hour. Um, that's the negative, isn't it? But Sounds I just... all right with me, Carlisle, I have to say. Yeah, I could go to that one. That's, yeah. that's an easy one, yeah. They could play it. They could play it at Farsi Celtic. I was there on a Tuesday night. Jesus, Jesus, they were terrible. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to the idea of this game going ahead, but I'm not going to lose sleep if it doesn't. I'd rather we beat Avely and play Farnborough at another point. Just my little tuppence worth there. Yeah. Either Can't way, disagree. Either way, I think we need Mister Charlie Cooper back in. Yeah, I mean, um, as I say, Alex Alex Whittle, I think we, we'd all agree, has been one of our most consistent players this season. Um, and whilst I don't think you know Jay Forston was up against a good player at Chelmsford um, last last weekend, but I, I wouldn't be overly uh, upset if I saw Alex Whittle in the starting lineup uh, on Saturday or Monday or whenever it is. Be quite pleased to see um to see him back. Not that I think for say Fulton's done anything too much wrong, but yeah, it would be good to have those bodies back and, and be able to bring a Jay Fulston off the bench. The you know, the Jay Fulstons of this world I would like to, to bring off the bench. Yeah. Your, your Fulstons, your Fishers, your Morgans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Those kind of people, yeah. I I was going to ask about Jay Fulston because I kind of think that that will happen whenever Whittle's back and fit, whether it's Saturday, Monday or whenever. I don't want people to get too down on Jay Fulston because he's a player that we've joked about and had a little fun about on this podcast for a while, ever since Ian saw him play and score one goal. Um, But actually... What a goal, eh? uh, What a goal. But actually, him, Dylan Morgan, players that I think we can get excited about for a few years yet. And I know Fulston's technically alone. It would need to be organised in the summer and the rest of it. But I think... I think I'm not worried if he's not absolutely perfect for the rest of the season. Like I'm excited to see Falston and his availability down that all left-hand side for a few, what, for years, for seasons to come, really. So um, I don't want people to think Falston's going to immediately drop out. He's not what we were hoping for. He's not what we were thinking. I just think he's allowed. He's allowed a couple of balls against good players and, yeah, and that's the thing. I think he was playing against a he was playing events against a very good player on yeah. on, on Saturday as well. So yeah, you know, it happens. It's happened to Alex yeah. Whittle. I'm sure it's happened to a lot of players. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just he's want to also say really he's also young as well. Like, yeah. it's not like he's a. And I think there's that element of, um, I think we've been at our strongest when we've been able to name an unchanged team this season and, yeah. you know, week in, week out, the same players have been playing. But Particularly to come in, in that back and five. out of that team is, um, yeah. like, really hard to do. Particularly in that back five. The wobbles we've had were when Morgan Williams was at right back and we were trying to fudge it through that way. You know, it's... Yeah. yeah. And Alex Witter has been arguably our, like, our most one of our most consistent performers all season at left back and yeah. yeah just is a consistent eight out of ten six out of seven player who i'm glad you corrected yourself yeah who um yeah does what he needs to do every week mm. so yeah bring it on dave you're going I am. I'm. I'm actually just uh, just logging on to get a ticket. So, um, uh, yeah, four hundred and fifty-one. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you need to travel either way. I um... do. Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, in the uh, yeah in the Premier Inn, um, uh, Heathrow Terminal Four on um, uh, Premier. Inn? Yeah, Premier Inn on uh, on Saturday night. Anyway, so so I will be. I'll be. I will be there. Uh, I might be travelling via. Um, Frimley, I think, is actually the closest station if anyone's interested. But um, uh, yeah, Rob, uh, Rob on the from the Farnborough podcast was just telling me there that Farnborough Main is your more um appropriate station if you're coming in from Yeovil. So yeah, don't follow me, follow Yeovil Town FC. Very good. Okay, right. I've I've got a shout out 
Um, Do a shout out. Our friend Chris Angelo, the your friend, our uh, friend, everyone's friend, the man behind the Green and White Goals YouTube and Twitter account, is doing a charity walk for Samaritans in March. Um, They've got a challenge where they want people to walk 70 miles in the month, but Chris is aiming to do 140 as it represents the distance from where he lives in Devon to Hewish Park. Um, and he's doing it because he wanted to do something in memory of Lee Collins um, and also wanted to raise awareness of suicide and how it disproportionately affects young men um, and has an impact on current and former footballers as well. So uh, good stuff from Chris Angelo. There's a little link on the bottom of all of the news stories at the moment with uh, a link to his Just Giving page. Um, and he's going to be sharing updates on his Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, and he's planning to walk from the village where he grew up to Hewish Park, which is about six miles on the 29th, as a way to get some final steps in. Good man, Chris. Good stuff. Like a long old pope, that, doesn't it? It's a long way. That's nearly as far as Truro fans have got to go to see a home game. <laughs> yeah. 195 miles, that is, apparently. Yeah. Well, 95 miles from Truro, that must be, surely. Yeah. Good effort, though, Chris. Yeah, there's a lot of effort, that. Yeah. It's it more, is. And we're coming up to the anniversary of mm. the, the passing of Lee Collins as well. So it's, um, yeah, um, another point in time where people are doing good things around that date um, to... Uh, Keep it in our minds about how important uh, what we went through. Feels like a long time ago with all that. Mm, big time. Um, the other thing that happened today is, I don't know if you guys are friends with the owner on Facebook at all, but a rallying cry ahead of the final run-in to uh, supporters to uh, pack the park and achieve by unity. Um yeah, I think I f- it felt like in Mark Cooper's press conference today, there was a real sort of, I think all the, the talk, I know it's, you know, we're not saying we're champions and all that sort of stuff, but the, um, the you know, need for the supporters to get behind us and all that sort of stuff. Um, it feels like that last stretch now, doesn't it? And each passing game becomes closer and closer to that target, so... Not a lot of games left. No, they're running out quick. They are running out quick. I've got a, a table that says possible final positions of each club. And we're starting to see teams at the bottom unable to make the playoffs. Dover Athletic can no longer make the playoffs. Oh, it is mathematically impossible. Um, we can finish no lower than 19th mathematically. And the sooner that number squeezes its way up towards uh, up towards the top, that is great. Um yeah, I like it. Did you see the video that Dan did of the of the like yes. run in promo? Loves a promo, loves a montage. If we do win the league, the expectancy level on Dan's league winning montage is going to be through the roof. That's good. That's got to be the greatest HP source of all time. Got to be if it wow. does come. To, I know it's going to have to be. That's the standard. Anything you'd like? Anything you'd like to see on that, Dave? Uh, the Ronda, I think I'll have. Uh, maybe someone sticking it. The Ronda, as in Rousey. Ronda Rousey. What do you call it? The the thing Rondos. where they oh, Rondos. The Ronda. The Ronda. The Ronda. And if you can get <laughs> and if you can get Ronda Rousey down, yeah, do some sparring. Some of the lads, that'd be great. Um, I just, I, I was going to totally say. Lost. I was going to say off the back of um, the supporter stuff, we should mention the Weymouth tickets because they didn't hang about, did they? No. They did not. Did you get one in? They did not. You know I didn't, Dave. No, I, I did. I honestly, I didn't know. They said, did, you oh, get I, one? I... did you get one, Dave? Might have done. Oh, on. <laughs> did you get one, Ben? I did not, no. Uh, <laughs> oh. Um... 
I, uh, no, honestly, I come to our WhatsApp group, our team WhatsApp group, and it just says there are 72 messages for you to read. I'm like, I can't be asked, you know. Whatever will be, will be. I can't read all of that. I didn't yeah. know. I'm just going to transcribe Mark Cooper and not tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I was, uh, I was doing something else by that point, you know. I'm only one man. Anyway, you should, we, should we answer this some questions? Yeah, I think we should. Shall I ask some? Please. Ahead, you ask them. Mike, YTFC. Hi, chaps. What do you think will happen with Michael Smith come the end of the season? I initially thought he might not be with us for long, but do you think he'll stay beyond the summer? That decision lies entirely at the feet of Michael Smith which presumably means he'll play a delightful through ball. Um, I would have no problem any time in, in, in having someone of that ilk, of that calibre, of that class within our squad in this division or the, or the division above. It's just if he fancies it. He's at that stage of his career now where it's 1,000% about him and whether or not he wants to go through another 46-game season. If he does and he's up for it, Sign on, mate, because he's been an absolute bloody revelation. And I love the fact that he's with our football club. Yeah. Keep him on. Yeah. I thought, uh, I thought, but... I thought he, uh, Ben was going to go full gladiator then. He was going to give it the old, uh, you know, Maximus Meridius, Decimus Meridius. Michaelus Smithius. But, but yes, yes. You, you you'd absolutely have him, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, did did he have um? Because he signed when he signed till the he end did. of the season. Oh. Am I right in saying he did sign? Yeah, definitely. Um, there was a uh, there I was some so. kind of there was there not some kind of option mentioned? I guess an option's got to be both oh. parties, isn't it? We're gonna have to scramble here, Michael. Yeah. I don't I know. Thought, I'm sh- uh, yeah, yes. I thought there was an option Science. mentioned, but maybe I'm just oh, you know hot, too much. Maybe you've dreamt it up. Yeah, dreamt yeah. about an option, yeah. praying that there's an option. Yeah. Um, yeah. Always, always, yeah. always give yourself some options. Okay. Go on then. Next question. Uh, another one about a player next season from Robin Bachelor. Is Linton's contract up at the end of the season? It seems as if he's on a good run of form at the moment. And though it's a shame we've not seen him play for us this season, perhaps we can get a fee for him after his Weymouth spell. His contract's up, isn't it? He will be. I think he was out able there. to leave on a free yeah, at the end of the season, years, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little bit sad that that Mal. I mean, I think the writing's on the wall. We signed other players rather than recalling him, rather than you know keeping him after that taunting spell and then letting him go to Weymouth. I think the writing's probably on the wall. Um, I, I'm gonna be, I think, a little bit gutted that we maybe haven't got the best out of him, but. It feels probably like it'll be his time to depart, which is a, a real shame. Someone's going to pick up a, a handy little striker there, I think, probably at this level, to be fair, nationally south. Yeah, agreed. And I can see nothing about an option written. Uh, I said Michael has signed a one-year deal with an option of an additional year. Um, so if he wants it, he can have it. I'd Give be it. very happy about that. Give him every damn well wants. Almost a pro pilot, says. Best pub in Yeovil? We are probably no, not good. the best people to ask that, are we? <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm under the impression it's not a, a long list. I used but... to go to... Is the Butcher's Arm still there? I think it is there, isn't it? I'm sure when I stayed yeah. in the, the manor, that was still there. That was always all right as a pub. I mean, that you, you're talking like... 20 odd years ago now so um, your butchers your mermaids the butchers yeah. your mermaids <laughs> yeah that ain't there is it that's closed no yeah. that's gone your westminsters yeah. that's yeah, gone william dampiers yeah off that's still there that i'll never die yeah. uh, we used to, i always used to go i always used to go to the armory that was my preferred pub of choice but yeah i mean don't go to any pubs now other than the bull in ilchester occasionally which is where's, a good pub where's the half moon Mudford. Is that not Yeovil? Mudford. Well, it is, yeah, but it's not, it's more of a, it, it's like a foodie place rather than a pub. You wouldn't go and sit there and have a pint. You'd go there for the food. 
and I and I would go for food. So. Food is top draw. Yeah. Sponsorship deals um, are available. Uh, and he also asks, uh, will you talk more about the Yeovil women's team? I would love I to. We'd, I think we'd love to, but we just the three of us between the three of us, <laughs> the yeah. finding the time to do all of it is not on impossible. We yeah. we, I, we would love if if somebody goes regularly and wants to write reports. I know James does reports and 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 drops them to us occasionally. If somebody goes and wants to write reports or take photos and stuff that we could use, like we are happy to cover it. We are absolutely happy to cover it. Um, obviously they are champions. Ticked a couple of champions boxes, haven't they? Recently, so mm. maybe, maybe we'll if we say it on air, it'll be like a contractual obligation. How about in the summer, during one of our quiet weeks, we talk to somebody from the ladies' team about season that's just gone, the fact that they're winning titles already, and what the future holds like. Does that seem like a fair deal? If somebody wants to come and join us. Yep. There you go. The gauntlet is slapped yeah. down. Ben has slapped his gauntlet on the table. Jesus. <laughs> yes, we'd yeah. love to do more, but we, uh, you know, we are there's only humans. so many hours in a day with jobs, children, and, and Josh. Oops. Hours in a day. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to put that one together as well. Yeah. Um, hours, hours in and, a day would yes, be a brilliant. Uh, no, but it would be it would be a brilliant name for a Yeovil Town boy band because it would be Josh Hours and Joe Day. Welcome to the like, Cider Space stage. Hours in a day, yeah. and they would do a lovely rendition of Islands in the Stream. <laughs> do you think Joe Day might be a touch old for um, uh, you know, a, a boy band maybe well, a, a duo. Yeah, okay. a duo. Yeah, think. Um... Hell, that to take that. They came back, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, I'm not sure they could even pass a boy band. See, think, <laughs> think Somerset Proclaimers, and I would walk 500 <laughs> miles just to see Truro play at home. <laughs> the Somerset Proclaimers. Very good. Yeah. Um, and are we storming the pitch if we win the league? No. I'll probably be on Maybe. the commentary, so I'm not going to be doing any of that. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Any on Facebook? Or is that it's it's in the more? pitch? Um there, there's more there's more. I've, oh you got more, sorry. Oh right. sorry, I, I, thought, I thought I thought you were finished. I thought that felt, you got that somewhere felt like to a, be. That felt like a wrap-up. Yes, bed. Great yeah, isn't on anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um you can only have one flavour of sauce for the rest of your life. What flavour are you choosing? This is Martin Lee. Are we talking like sweet or savory? Is this like a, a the sauce? Sauce? It's up to you, Dave. It is up to you. I think you can decide a sweet sauce or a savory sauce. That is everything would have to be flavored the same I, way. Uh, yeah, you would. I, I do like a sweet chili sauce. Mm. I'm a big fan of a sweet chili sauce. But you couldn't have it on your and, breakfast. No, you couldn't have the it on your breakfast. For the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. What would the rest of what do would you want? Do you want an ice have? cream? Do you want some sauce for that? Yeah, yeah some sweet chili, chili sauce, please. Probably, yeah. <laughs> No, just have just have good flavored ice cream. You get good flavored ice cream. Don't mm. doesn't necessarily need sauce. You do get good flavored ice cream. This is true. Yeah, and with I, I, uh, I, with your fish and chips or whatever, you can mm. have vinegar and. Um... Is that a sauce? Would you count? No, no, I don't think that. It's a gravy sauce. Would you carry? Does gravy fall into the sauce category? No, gravy's a soup. <laughs> gravy's a soup. What are you talking about? <laughs> What kind of gravy have you been drinking? Just saying. You're sitting in a mug every <laughs> yeah. for dinner. I know, I know you're from the north, mate, but Jesus Christ, I don't have to go that far. Um, I've Googled it. BBC Good Food. Gravy is a savory sauce traditionally served with most roast blah, 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 with roast meats and vegetables. With most there you roast go. meats. Sorry, no, it said roast, but I just kind of say yeah. I'm in there. Yeah. Gonna say should be with every roast meat, not not with two nor northern gents. Would you be willing to sacrifice gravy forever? Yes, for a sweet chili sauce. Yeah, or curry sauce, or anything, or just 
anything. It's, gravy's fine. It's just fine. A, a good gravy on a roast dinner, I think, can make a roast yeah. dinner. Yeah. 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 Ben, here's a roast. Sorry, mate. Not allowed any gravy. Yeah. That's fine. I just the have the driest a... roast no. ever. No, you have a slice of bread with like loads of butter on it, and you can just make little like roast dinner sandwiches. Slice of bread with butter on it is replacing gravy that and a roast the, dinner that, for you. That that is if the it most absolutely had thing to. I've ever heard. If it absolutely had to. Or bread on butter on table. Or, or just or just mush the peas up. It's fine. Um, it's mush fine. peas up, lad. I do have a question. Get all this, but roast, will you? <laughs> all this for the I roast. Mean, yeah, what, what, what are you doing? Um, is a bowl of cereal soup? <laughs> what are you talking about? Think about Al, it. In no. what world is that it is even a question? <laughs> Look, it's just it's just it's all the compartments, all the requirements all of the a soup just cold. Just cold. <laughs> so which, have you decided on a sort? Have you have you decided oh, on sweet chili sorry. sauce? I I'm um, going for sweet chili sauce, yeah. I don't know what I'm going with. That's not a decision I'm prepared to make. <laughs> it's too too much for me. It's too much going on in my life, in my mind to worry about these things. It's not gravy. I'm sacrificing the gravy. Okay. I'm not. I'm not willing to risk gravy. So are you going to take gravy on everything for the rest of your life? Gravy on your ice cream. Gravy on your cereal because you can't have that because that's soup apparently. <laughs> yeah, milk's a sauce. Can't yeah. have milk anymore. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that, that, that caused a bit of controversy. I suppose Sorry. bolognese is like bolognese is a sauce as well, isn't it? Tomato sauce. Goodness me. This is in fact, in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna need I'm gonna I'm gonna take a marinara tomato sauce. Because it's the base of so Forever. much. Yeah. I'm having that one, please. Put me down for sweet chili. Okay. Gravy. Okay, there we go. Decisions made. Okay. Uh on to Facebook now. Uh Dexter Tyson. Quiet evening here at Tyson Towers. So I thought I'd do another eleven aside game. Taking players from twenty eleven season upwards. This time a team starting with uh, a team with a surname starting with S versus a team starting with B. Who do you think would win? Okay, so here are the teams. Oh these Grants teams. Grants. Go on, Dave. Sorry. I was going to say he's picked the teams. I was trying to oh, think of like scrambling 10 for players the, uh, with those names. Or... Scrambling for the <laughs> Wikipedia page of Yeovil yeah. players to find about Can S. Just so. pluck them from your brain. Colin. Um, okay. So here we go. The the S team. Grant Smith. Liam Shepard. Jakob Sokolik. Josh Staunton. Nathan, Nathan Smith. Midfield of Jordan Stevens, Albie Skendy. Alfie Santos. Jimmy Smith with Ryan Seeger and Sam Surridge up front. A bench of Sass Davies, Sonny Pei, Sawumni, Connor Smith, and Xander Saziba. Uh, the B team. Santos in and Omar Sawumni doesn't stand much chance, does he? Got Grant Smith in gold, mind. B team. Well, here's the B team. Uh, Nathan Baxter, Zach Bell. As as Megovich has been robbed. Thanks, that's good. Yeah, pre 2011 onwards, when did Begovich play for us? Before then, wasn't it? I take it back. Uh, Owen Bevan. Yeah. Tom Bradbury. Dan Byrne. Reese Brown. Matt Butcher. Who was that? James Bailey, wasn't it? Was it James Bailey, the crap midfielder? Yeah, worst Um, captain ever. Angelo Belanta. Ryan Bird and uh, Mark Beck. God. I was um, going for that team until you gave me that strike. Well. Both, <laughs> both of those teams get progressively worse the further forward. Well, the subs, the subs, Bradley. Who's Bradley? Uh, Alex Bradley. You've got Bradley, Alex Barnett. Oh, yeah, Alex, Alex Bradley. Bradley. Yeah. There's no goalkeeper on this bench. There's none on it. There wasn't any other, was there? Uh, Alex Bradley, um, Jordan Barnett. Don Blizzard, uh, Ben Barkley, and 
Barnes. What's Barnes' name? Marcus Barnes? Harvey. Barnes, yeah. Oh, no, Harvey Barnes. I wish it was Harvey, Harvey Barnes. Barnes. That would be something, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I, I, in the first minute, I will swap Marcus Barnes for either of those centre forwards. <laughs> Possibly both of them. <laughs> so. I think I think I'm going to give it to the yeses. Just. Yeah. Even though they Sam Sorridge has gone on to being okay. Big Josh at the back. Grant Smith and goal. Give it to the yeses. Give it to Shagger Hips and the yeses. Just. There we go. The S's. It's 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 a one um, nil scrappy game. It's not great. Both defences very good. Both attacks scores. rubbish. Um Jimmy Smith yeah. scores. Okay. And uh Ryan Crouch has asked a question we've never had before. Is would you rather win the league at Weymouth away or Torquay at home? <laughs> For the ninety-seventh time we've answered this question, I'm not answering it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me let me make a slightly different point because I, I I don't care as long as we do win the damn thing. I think it would be quite cool to win it at home, regardless of opponent, in front of a massive crowd. It would be great to show eighteen hundred fans away at Weymouth this moment. Of course, it would, but it would only be for those eighteen hundred fans. It would be for potentially six, six and a half thousand fans, potentially a lot more in the way of younger audiences, families at home. So if the option is only between those two, I'll pick the home game because it's home rather than the opponents or the meaning or the rivalries or whatever. I'd rather win it on our home patch in front of an absolute boatload of people that capture the imagination in the same way that winning the trophy did for me. And I'm sure winning the conference did for the next year group and winning 05 did for that year group and 07 and 13 did. Let's make that happen. That feeling happen for as many damn people as can possibly be. Um, and yeah, get as many bums in on seats to enjoy that moment whenever it may or may not come. It will come. Um, that would be my choice purely just on, getting that moment in front of as many people as possible. When we won the conference, that was away at Donny, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. We won that before a ball was kicked on that afternoon. Yeah. When we won Division 3, was that at home or was that away? Well, we celebrated in that last home game, but I don't know if we'd already won it by then. Yeah, we had. Uh, um, yeah, it was a Lincoln game, wasn't it? Wasn't that the one when Sodji scored? I think that might have been when we won it. When and I that was the last game, wasn't it? Was it Lincoln? Remember, Sodji scored twice, didn't he? Uh, and I'm sure that was the game that won it. So that might have gone right down to the final day. I'm finding it. I'm scrolling. Yeah. Um. And then obviously the championship. We all know. Me too. Oh four oh five. Yeah. Because the um. Yeah. The last game of the 2003 season was at home, wasn't it? Was it Chester? I think yeah. we had a draw with Chester on the final game of the season. Um, so, yeah, it didn't matter by then because we'd, we'd won it a few weeks earlier. But, yeah, I'm sure it was Lincoln. Because I remember the season before that, we think we played Lincoln on the final game and they made the playoffs and we didn't make the playoffs. Um, so I'm sure it was Lincoln we played. Waiting for one of you. I can't find it on no. on the Wikipedia page, but we'll. It's annoying no. me now, no. but yes, yeah, we'll find out if our brains can get into gear. <clears throat> um, this doesn't make great audio. Me trying to look through Wikipedia to see no. <laughs> <laughs> Next when it happened. Um, that's the last one. That was the last one okay. from me. <laughs> yep. There are no further questions. No further questions, Your Honour. So, maybe Farnborough on uh, tomorrow, as it is now. Keep a, a weather eye out for um, for the weather, and uh, yeah, we'll see if we um, we'll see if we make it. Eh? We won League Two <laughs> say, by, things, by three points, so it must have been the final day. Yeah, three nil. Eighty three, and Scunthorpe had. Yeah, so going into that final round of fixtures, Scunthorpe had 79 and we had 80 points. So, there. There you go. Be nice but, to do it at home, wouldn't it? Yeah, and like I say, do everything we can to get as many bums in as many seats as we can. If it means opening up that terrace, because Torquay don't want the tickets, do it. Whatever it takes, get as many people in 
Jewish park as we possibly can. It's going to be awesome. We put, could we put like three bums in one seat? If you want as many bums in as many seats as possible. It, it becomes a bit of a stack at that point, but sure. Stack them high. Cool. Safe travels, Dave. Cheers, mate. I will take my... Bring home three points, please. Via Doha. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening.